Hello, how you doing? This is Dr. D coming to you live with the Boom Factor, which stands for Believers Overcome with Unlimited Manifestation. I'm so excited you stopped by. You are literally tuned in to my live audio diary of my life with mental and spiritual support to help you sustain your life from the inside out. I represent independent artists, entrepreneurs, self-published authors, ministers, missionaries. Whatever issues that you deal with that you may think that nobody have dealt with, just tune in. Dr. D probably have touched on it and went through it. So come on, share my link, and I appreciate you taking time out to download the free app. And if you have something else you want to discuss, just leave me a message. Until then, be blessed.
week and today is a breakthrough day. And we're stepping into a new year, a new anointing, just a new thing that you're doing in our lives. We receive it even today. And Lord, I lift up those that are fighting battles in their health. I think you're right now. Healing is flowing into them. Lord, I think that with long life, you will satisfy us. That you can do what medicine cannot do. So, Lord, I think that the number of our days, you will fulfill. That nothing can snatch us out of our hands. Out of your hands. That strength, energy, and vitality is flowing into us right now. That everything about our physical body is getting better. Our joints, our ligaments, our bones, our memory, our mind. Lord, I thank you that we will run and not be weary. That we will walk and not faint in Jesus' name. And Lord, not just physically, but I lift up those that have gone through loss, heartache. They're in tough times right now. You said you're close to the broken heart. Let them feel your power. I think that you're comforting them. But Lord, even though it may seem like the end, but it's really a new beginning. That you're still on the throne. That weeping endures for a night, but joy is coming in the morning. I speak fresh vision into them. New beginnings. I speak hope into their spirits. In Jesus' name. Lord, you've done great things in the past. We thank you for it. But Lord, we know the best is still yet to come. I thank you that in 2020, you'll show yourself strong in our lives. That you'll take us where we couldn't go on our own. That we are always big tours and never big times. In Jesus' name. And if you receive it today, can you say amen? Amen. All right, we're going to take a moment. The first Sunday of the decade, we're going to say what God says about us. Let me tell you, you're not what people say you are. You're not what your thoughts say you are. You're what the Most High God says you are. So come on, let's get an agreement with God. So I can be ready. I am blessed, prosperous, redeemed, forgiven, talented, Confident, secure, disciplined, focused, prepared, qualified, motivated, valuable, free, determined, equipped, empowered, anointed, accepted, and approved. Not average, not mediocre. I am a child of the Most High God. I will become all that I will need to be. In Jesus' name, amen.
begins. Come on. So right now, I'm going to begin a declaration of us letting go of the old. Yeah. Woo! And receiving the new. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Name of Jesus, Jesus that we are letting then go, letting go of our past, past. Yes. That Father, we are letting go of hurts and pain. Yes. We are forgiving, Father, all that has been done to us as we forgive those who have done it. Father, we thank you right now that you are enlarging our territory. We are expanding, Father, our lives so that you can come in. You can fill us with everything that you need. Father, we thank you that we are going into this new decade with faith in our heart. And Lord, we are coming to you, Father, running towards you with everything that we have because we know we are free, we are light, and we are ready to receive what you have for us. In Jesus' name, everyone says, Amen. I declare that in 2020, Every long-standing addiction and negative, destructive habit pattern will be uh, defeated. Glory! In Jesus' name, uh, yes. we must go. I declare that those things that have for too yes. long plagued us and at times looked unbreakable will now break down mm. as we step into breakthrough. Yes. I declare that every single chain which has once imprisoned us is right here, right now, even in this very moment, falling to the floor. Woo! As we now move forward without looking back, boldly into a new and yes. unprecedented era of freedom in Jesus', Jesus name. name. Amen. I declare over every family that's represented here today that God's love and provision would prevail in their lives. Yes. We pray over every husband and wife that they would love and respect and honor and cherish mm. each other. And for every child would know the safety and security yes. of a loving home. Amen. Yes. And we declare that the hearts of all single fathers and mothers will be strengthened and encouraged, that they will sense God's grace and approval in their yes. lives. Yes. And we declare that our children will grow in wisdom, yes. in stature, and in favor with God and with man, and they will live the abundant life that God has called them to in Jesus' name. Jesus' name. I declare that in 2020, our relationships will prosper and flourish, and that our relationships will have a strong foundation in Christ. I declare that forgiveness will flow and we will experience God's power of restoration. We believe and declare that supernatural reconciliation will take place in our lives and our families, that sons and daughters will turn back towards mothers and fathers, and that we will live in unity and peace. As we pursue you, Jesus, we thank you for setting us up with divine connections to help us fulfill our destiny. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Glory to God. I declare that you will hear the voice of God this season. Amen. I declare that you will grow closer to him like never before. Yes. Ooh. And be confident that you are equipped to do what God has called you. I declare that your greatest days of purpose in following Jesus are not behind you, but still out in front. Ooh. Amen. We declare that year 2020 will be a year of favor for our youth. We declare that we're going to experience an overflow of God's abundance, 
God's freedom and power. We cancel out any hatred, any anxiety, any depression in this generation. And we declare that we're going to lead boldly the body of Christ in our schools, in our families, and in our friendships. We will set greater legacies for generations to come. And we're going to stand mighty in the land as this next generation is stand up. And we declare this all in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. I declare in 2020, you will experience an overflow of God's favor in your finances. And that your finances are moving forward Woo! towards your dreams yes. and destiny. I declare that you are prosperous. Yes. And that every need will be met with yes. abundance. You will lend and not borrow. Yes. Your career is blessed. Yes. Your businesses are yes. blessed. You will see promotion and increase. And you will experience financial freedom. I declare you will have more than enough to live and give generously. Yes. To sow into the kingdom of God. I declare that 2020 will be your best financial year so far. Yes. I declare that this year we will have God-inspired visions and dreams. Yes. Bigger than our resolutions. Bigger than anything that yes. we can think or imagine. And I declare a Joseph anointing over those dreams that they will come to pass this year, that everything we put our hands to do will prosper, yes. and we will have favor with God and man. Lakewood Church, I declare that no weapon formed against us will prosper. Yes. We will break from every chain, yes. every fear, every limitation and yes. frustration, and fulfill our God-given destiny. This I declare in the name of Jesus. I declare that in 2020, you will establish a legacy of faith. Mm. You will set new standards yes. for your family. You will break generational curses yeah. and generational blessings. Ooh. I declare that in this new decade, your family, everyone in your house will come to know God. Your family will experience the fullness of His favor, of His peace, and of His purpose. And you will live a life that impacts generations to come. In Jesus' name. I declare the word of God over your physical body. The Bible says that God sent his word and healed them of their diseases and delivered them from the grave. I declare that God is Jehovah Rapha, the Lord your healer. And that by the stripes of Jesus you are healed. I declare that you will be strong and healthy all the days of your life. I declare that God is renewing your strength like the eagles. And you will run and not be weary. This will be your most energetic and productive year. Yes. I declare that you are going to live a long, healthy, strong life yes. and fulfill all of your days. And I declare this in the mighty name of Jesus. I declare that the year 2020 will be a year of miracles, yes. signs, signs, and wonders. I believe that we are going to see the super invade the natural. That we are going to see heaven on earth. Yeah, that we are yeah, 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 yeah,
as a testimony on the power of an invitation. Hi, Bola. Thank you, Pastor Victoria. Hello, good morning. Uh, hi, my name Number three, it's important to find a man that's a hard worker and provides a good living. Number four, it's important to find a man that's a great father and is good with children. And number five, it's important that none of these four men know each other. So you can come out of debt. Yes, Father. So you can lend and not have to borrow. Now get in agreement with God. Father, thank you that overflow is coming. Thank you. Thank you that you're up more than enough God. Jesus in the scripture was in the desert out teaching the people. It was late in the day. They were all very hungry. Jesus told his disciples to feed them. But they were in the middle of nowhere. They said, Jesus, all we have are five loaves of bread and two fish. Mm -hmm. Jesus told them to have the people sit in groups of 50 and 100. Mm. The disciples went out, counted the people, put them in these different groups. There were 5,000 men there, plus the women and children. Jesus prayed over the food, and it multiplied. As they served the people, the food kept coming. When it was all over, they had 12 baskets full of food left over. What's interesting is Jesus knew exactly how many people were there that day. He had his disciples take the time to count. He could have had the food stop multiplying as soon as everyone was fed. After all, God is precise. He's detailed. 
He doesn't make mistakes. It wasn't like he miscalculated. He accidentally made too much food. On purpose, God designed that there would be overflow. He was showing us his nature. He not only meets our needs, he's an overflow God, a God of more than enough. When he laid out the plan for your life, he cal carefully calculated what you would need. He knows exactly what it's going to take to get you to your destiny. Then on purpose, he added extra. When your needs were met, he said, in effect, I'm going to keep multiplying. I'm going to give them more than enough. He's already designed the overflow for you. He's already lined up the good breaks, the promotion, the right people, the favor. You're going to come into these times where you see God show out in your life. You weren't next in line. You didn't have the experience, but suddenly you're promoted. Suddenly you meet the right person. Suddenly you come out of debt. You weren't looking for it. The blessing came looking for you. Sometimes people will try to convince us that we're not supposed to be blessed. My father was taught in seminary that he was supposed to live in lack to show that he was humble. But one of the names for God is El Shaddai. That means more, more than, than enough. enough. If All God wanted you one. to just get by, if he wanted you to have just enough, why would his name be more than enough? Mm. Don't let people talk you out of the overflow that belongs to you. Well, Joel, I'm just grateful to be getting by. Yes, be grateful, but you don't have to stop there. Amen. Lord, thank you that you're El Shaddai, thank you. the God Amen. of more than El enough. Shaddai. Thank you that overflow is headed my way. The scripture says in Malachi, when you honor God with your income, yes. when you give the tithe, the first 10% of your salary, God will open the windows of heaven and pour out a blessing that you cannot contain. That's the overflow, God, you can't contain it. Many of you have been faithful. You've given, you've served, you've helped others. God has some of these cannot contain blessings Amen. coming your way. Amen. He is not limited by your employment, by your salary, by what family you come from. He knows how to increase you. One good break, one idea, one contract, one inheritance will put you into more than enough. I'm asking you to get ready for overflow. Get ready for blessings that you can't contain. <clears throat> well, Joel, I don't see how this can happen for me. You don't have to see how. All you have to do is believe. Believe and receive. Yes, in the Father. Old Testament, Thank you, Father. the Israelites were in the desert, headed toward the promised land. They got tired of eating the manna every day. It was something like bread. They went to Moses and said that they wanted meat to eat. Well, there were two million people out there. There were no grocery stores. Moses was frustrated. He said, God, even if we butcher all of our flocks and all of our herds, we wouldn't have that much meat. God said, Moses, when did I become weak? Have I lost my power? Don't you realize I control the universe? God shifted the winds and caused millions of quail to come into their camp. For miles, everywhere they looked, there were quail flying three feet off the ground. The scripture says they gathered them up all day and all night, and no one had less than 50 bushels of quail. Or you could say 50 boxes of steak. 
One moment they were in lack, struggling, no sign of increase. The next moment they were in overflow. They had more than enough. What's interesting is quail don't normally fly that far from water. They would normally never be way out in the desert, but God shifted the winds and suddenly the quail showed up. You may not see how you could ever come into overflow, how you could ever have more than enough. All God has to do is shift the winds, cause the right people to be good to you, cause that contract, that promotion, that scholarship to come your way. All the circumstances may say it's impossible. God is asking you what he asked them. When did I become weak? Is there any limit to my power? Get in agreement with God. He's about to shift some things in your face. Amen. He's about to open a door that no person can shut. He's about to put you at the right place at the right time. He's going to have the quail find you. We look at our situations in the natural but we serve a supernatural God. He has ways to increase you that you've never thought of. Just a shift here and suddenly you're in overflow. A shift there and suddenly blessings you can't contain. A statistician ran some numbers based on the size of the Israelites camp, the number of people, quail three feet off the ground. He concluded that 105 million quail came into the camp that day. God could have given them a couple of quail each. That would have been 4 million quail. But God doesn't just want to meet your needs. He wants to give you overflow. He wants to bring you into more than an hour. A friend of mine wanted to buy some property to build a school on. He had some land, but he needed more. There were 10 acres behind him connected to his property. He had bought his land for $4,000 an acre. When he inquired about the new land, they wanted $25,000 an acre, more than five times what he paid for his. He was disappointed. He didn't have the funds. and He knew he was supposed to build this school, but he didn't see how it could happen. Instead of living discouraged, talking himself out of it, he kept thanking God that overflow was coming. That he was a God of more than enough. Three years later, a man from the government unexpectedly knocked on his door. He had never met the man, never told the man he was looking for property. But this man told my friend that there were 120 acres right across the street from him that had nine buildings on it. It had been foreclosed on five times. He said, I've been authorized to get rid of it, make me an offer, and we'll see what we can do. At 25000 an acre, like the property behind him, the land alone would have cost $3 million. Plus, there were nine nice buildings that he could have a school in. My friend said, I'll give you $200,000. The man shook his hand and said, you've got a deal. He got the 120 acres, nine buildings, for less than 10% of what it was valued at. Amen. God knows how to bring you into overflow. He can make things happen that you could never make happen. I love the fact that my friend wasn't looking for this man. He wasn't trying to track him down. 
talk him into it, this man came looking for him. Come on, Holy Ghost. The scripture says, when you honor God, blessings will chase you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't have to look for the blessings. Just keep God first place yes. and the blessings will look for you. I believe right now, promotion is looking for you. The right people are looking for you. The healing, the scholarship, the contract, the property is looking for you. It's just a matter of time before you hear the knock on the door. You weren't expecting it. You couldn't have made it happen. What was that? The God of overflow pouring out one of those blessings that you cannot contain. This is what happened to Peter in Luke chapter 5. He'd been out fishing all night. He'd worked hard, done his best, but caught nothing. Early the next morning, he was on the shore cleaning his net when Jesus came up and asked to borrow his boat. He had never met Peter, but Peter agreed. Jesus used the boat to teach the people from the shore. When he finished, he told Peter to go back out in the water and he would catch a great haul of fish. Well, Peter was a professional fisherman. He knew when to fish. This wasn't the right time. After all, he had already been out there for hours. He almost talked himself out of it. He said, Jesus, we fished all night and caught nothing. Nevertheless, at your word, I'll go back out. Peter threw out his net. Verse 6 says, he caught so many fish that his net began to break. He had to call over another boat to help gather up all the fish. They had so many that both boats began to sink. They barely made it back to the shore. Now, Peter had caught fish many times before, but he had never had his net break. He'd never had to call on another boat. We've all seen God's goodness in the past. We've seen him open doors. We've seen him turn things around, but you haven't seen anything yet. God has some of these net-breaking blessings Lord, coming for you. Come on now. <laughs> Favor that you weren't prepared for. Amen. Increase in such amazing ways you can't handle it on your own. You have to call on others to help. Well, Joel, I don't know if this is for me today. Man, last year wasn't too hot. Business is slow. I've been stuck at this same place a long time. You're right where Peter was. He had worked hard all night. He was tired. He had caught, he'd done his best and had no success. He was tired, frustrated, thinking he was wasting his time. Nothing looked like he was about to come into overflow. None of his circumstances said he was close to a net breaking <laughs> It was just the opposite. When things look the worst, you don't see any sign of it improving. Stay encouraged. Yes. You're on the verge of amen, overflow. Amen. You are close to a net-breaking blessing. Jesus said to Peter, in effect, just because it didn't happen last night doesn't mean it's not going to happen this morning. Just because it didn't happen last year doesn't mean it's not going to happen this year. Maybe like Peter, you've worked hard. You've been faithful. You've done the right thing and caught nothing. Your time is coming. Amen. There weren't any fish out there last time, but God controls the fish. He knows how to cause the fish to find you. Yes, Lord. It's not too late. Business may be slow. The medical report doesn't look good. You're in prime position for overflow. Glory. God is saying, 
throw out that net one more time. Start believing again. Start dreaming again. Start taking steps of faith. You don't know what God is about to do. The reason it hasn't happened yet is it's much bigger than what you think. Whoa. It's not going to be a normal catch, an ordinary contract, mm. an average promotion. It's going to be a net-breaking Glory blessing. to God. Something unprecedented. Favor so heavy, it starts to sink the boat. The scripture says, Peter was astonished at the amount of fish he caught. He was amazed, bewildered. He had never seen that size of catch. God is going to do things in your life that astonish you. Doors open you never dreamed would open. He's going to put you in positions of influence and leadership that you never imagined. Amen. He's going to give you resources, funds, opportunities like you've never dreamed. God's idea of overflow is not just a little more of what you have now. It's a new dimension. It's something unprecedented, something that you've never fathomed. I grew up watching the Rockets play basketball here. I had season tickets over to my left. Never in my wildest dreams did I think one day we would own this building. Wow. I just came to the, the, to the game as a fan, like the other thousands of people. But God's dream for your life is much bigger than your own. He has mm. blessings yes. that are going to catapult your family yes. to a glory to God. Glory to God. When I became the pastor and the church began to grow, I knew we needed a larger place, but it never entered my mind to look for the compact center. This was so far out of my thinking. I had seen my father build sanctuary after sanctuary growing up, add on the buildings. That was the normal way. That's what I was planning to do. But God is not going to always take you down a normal, traditional path. Amen. You're going to come into these times where God is going to do something unprecedented. Amen. Something that's never happened in your family. Okay. Something that you've never seen done at work. When the compact center door opened up, God caused things to fall into place. When the city council voted for us to have this building, like Peter, I was astonished. I couldn't believe that it happened. When I drive up now, sometimes I still get goosebumps. I recognize this is a net breaking yes, blessing. Yes, yes. David talked about the God of overflow in Psalm 23. He said, my cup runs over. When you're pouring water into a glass, you have to stop pouring when you come to the top of the glass. You're limited by the size of the container. But God says, when I pour out a blessing, I'm not limited by your capacity to receive it. You may have a small cup, small faith, small dreams. If God only blessed us according to what we believed, we would never reach our potential. Wow. We wouldn't have the compact center. I couldn't fathom this. I didn't have the faith for this size of blessing. If it was only up to us, we would never see Ephesians 3.20. God doing exceedingly more, more than we can ask, think, think or But God is so yes, good. He says, even if you have a small faith, even if you have small faith, that's not going to keep me from the big blessing I have in store. 
God is not going to stop pouring at the top of your cup. He has running over blessings for you. I would love to tell you that where I am is because I had great faith, because I always believed for big things, but much of what I've seen are running over blessings. God blessing me way beyond what I had the faith for. Now I've learned it's not the size of your faith that will limit you. It's the quality of your character. If you will keep your heart pure before Amen. God, yes. Yes. it doesn't mean you're perfect, but when yes. you make mistakes, you ask for forgiveness. Yes. You do better the next time. You treat people right. Yes. You have a good attitude. Mm. Then God can release these running over blessings. Yes. Blessings that you couldn't fathom. Yes. It's not going to be a lack of faith that will stop you. That's why the scripture says, if you have faith the size of a mustard seed, you can move mountains. Mm. Even when Peter went back out to fish, when Jesus told him to, he didn't think he was going to catch anything. He was just being respectful. He was just honoring Jesus. But God looks at our heart yes. as much as he looks at our faith. Peter may not have had the faith, but he had the heart to please God. Don't be discouraged if you feel like you have small faith, a small cup, small dreams. You feel like you're limited by the family you came from. Limited by how big that obstacle is. You wish you had more faith. The good news is God has running over blessings. Because your heart is right, your lack of faith is not going to stop the awesome future God has in store for you. Isaiah 54 says, enlarge your house. Build an addition. For soon you will be bursting at the seams. Mm. May feel like you're stuck. You don't see how you can accomplish that dream? God is saying, soon you're going to be bursting at the seams. Soon you're going to see a net-breaking blessing. God is about to do something unusual, out of the ordinary. Promotion that you can't contain. Increase that causes you to explode to a new level. We have some friends that moved to Botswana, Africa to do missions work. They're out in the middle of nowhere, taking care of orphans, feeding the poor. And they've been there faithfully year after year. They had a dream to build this big youth center so the young people could come and have a place to learn and grow and make friends. It was going to cost $5 million. Of course, that's a lot of money here. But over there, where the annual income is less than $1,000, that seemed impossible. One day, an older German man and his wife visited Botswana. They fell in love with the people. They wanted to help. When they returned to the States, they Googled Botswana orphanages, and my friend's organization came up. It's called the Love Botswana Outreach. He contacted my friend and sent him a $20,000 donation. A few months later, he sent him a $300,000 donation. My friend was very grateful, very overwhelmed. He said he was coming to visit my friend. He and his wife stayed at this real nice safari resort about 15 miles from my friend's place. My friend drove over to pick him up one morning. The owner of the resort said to my friend, the resort is for sale. Would you like to buy it? He thought he was a wealthy businessman. They're on vacation. My friend kind of laughed and said, no, I'm a missionary. I just live down the road. 
The older German man overheard the conversation, asked my friend to find out how much it was. He got him the information, thinking that he was going to buy it for himself. The man bought the luxury resort and gave it to my friend. Glory! Hallelujah! They were astonished. Glory! This man came to their complex, yes, all Father. the plans for the new I youth see. center, asked how much it was. Yes, Father. My friend said $5 million. He said, no problem. I'll send you the check. Hallelujah. Glory to God. They dedicated their new youth center totally debt-free. Hallelujah. What, what was that? Yes. A net-breaking blessing. Something that they didn't see coming. God knows how to bring you into overflow. He brought that one man across their path. Mm. You don't need everyone to be for you. You just, you just need, need the right, the right people one. to be for you. Yes. God, God has <laughs> already ordained divine connections that will help you fulfill your purpose. You, Psalm 65 Thank says, you, God will crown the year with a bountiful harvest. Yes, Lord. Even the hard places will overflow with abundance. Mm. This overflow is mm. not just to reach dreams. Not just to go further, but you're going to see overflow in the hard places. Maybe you're facing an illness, taking the treatment, or you're raising a difficult child. That is not going to defeat you. You're about to overflow with strength, overflow with healing, overflow with faith. Perhaps you're struggling with depression, fear, anxiety. That is not your destiny. You're about to overflow with joy. Overflow with strength. Overflow with victory. You've had a setback in your finances. You don't see how you can get ahead. You're about to overflow. Hallelujah. With Glory to God. Overflow with promotion. Yes. In the hard times, God promises you will have an abundance of what you need. You will overflow with abundance. That means you will not lack what you need. There will be plenty of grace, plenty of strength, plenty of joy. I think about how when my father went to be with the Lord unexpectedly back in 1999, we had been the best of friends. We had traveled the world together. I worked with him every day for years. Now all of a sudden he was gone. It was such a shock. I didn't know how I was going to be able to handle it. But from the moment my mother called, two o'clock in the morning, told me my father had just had a heart attack that he was unconscious, the paramedics were coming. I should have been panicked, upset, worried, but I was as calm as could be. It was supernatural. When I saw the paramedics trying to revive my father, I wasn't falling apart. I had a peace that I can't explain. And yes, I mourned the loss of my father. I still miss him, but I'm amazed at how I was able to make it through. It wasn't nearly as difficult as I thought. That's because in the hard places, the God of overflow is still right there Amen. With you, yes. giving you an abundance of whatever you need. The scripture says in Amos, the day is coming where everything barren and everything barren, barren and fruitless will overflow, overflow with blessings. Amen. This passage was written many years ago. I don't believe the day is coming. I believe the day is here. Everything barren in your life, whatever area you're lacking in, God is saying you're about to overflow with blessings, overflow with good health, overflow with joy, overflow in your finances. You are coming out of lack 
into abundance. I believe and declare this will be an overflow year for you. You're about to be bursting at the seams. Glory. You're about to see a net-breaking blessing. Favor that you can't contain. Promotion that catapults you to a new level. In Jesus' in name. In Jesus' name. Can you receive it? Can you say amen to that? Amen. amen. Let's pray together. If you can stick with me five minutes, we'll wrap it up. Lord, thank you for what we've heard today. Yes. I know it falls in the good soil of our hearts. Lord, I thank you today that we are coming into overflow. Lord, I just thank you for what we declare, that we're going to see net-breaking blessings. Lord, I thank you that you're going to show out in your, in your people's life. Lord, not for our glory, but for your glory. I thank you for doing things that we can't do. We believe that you're El Shaddai, the God of more than enough. With our heads bowed in prayer, if your heart stopped beating in the next few minutes, are you at peace with God? Do you know where you'd spend eternity? If not, I would love to pray with you. I'm not here to condemn anybody. I'm here to help you find a new beginning. I know this comes from a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. In just a moment, if you're not at peace with the Lord, or maybe you are a Christian, but you've gone cold toward God, you know you need to rededicate your life. You need a fresh new start. If that's you, in just a moment, I'm going to ask you to take a step of faith and stand right where you are, and we'll pray together. I can't think of a better time to get on the road to victory than right now, this first Sunday of the new decade. Yes, yes. God is not mad at you. Your sins have already been forgiven. All you have to do is accept the free gift of Christ's salvation. Will you do it today? The enemy will tell you, do it next week. Do it another time. Listen, the Bible says, today day is, is the day, day of salvation. salvation. Yes. Heart, not your heart. Stand in front of everyone. Listen to what Jesus said. If you won't be ashamed of me before people, then I won't be ashamed of you before my Father in heaven. I'm going to give you a great opportunity to show God that you're not ashamed of Him. If you're not in peace with the Lord, or you just need to rededicate your life, you need a fresh new start. A new beginning. If that's you, would you be bold? Take that step of faith and stand right where you are and we'll pray together. Would you do that? Come on, Lakewood. Let's give them a hand as they stand all over the building. Amen. Hallelujah. Come on, don't put it off. I feel like there will be a few more. Who else wants to start the decade off right? Anybody else? Come on, Lakewood. Let's cheer again. There will be a few more. Anybody else? Well, God bless you. Please remain standing if you don't mind. Let me tell you how proud we are of you. I know that took courage to stand. More importantly, I know the angels are rejoicing. Yes, in yes. I'm going to ask you if you all, all, all of you that are listening, if you don't mind, would you pray this after me? Lord Jesus. Lord, Lord Jesus. I repent of my sin. I repent of my sin. Come into my heart. Come, Come into, my into my heart. I make you my Lord and Savior. I make you my Lord and Savior. Amen. We're going to one moment. I want to tell you again how much we love you. I also want to give you an invitation and a challenge to come back and be with us on a regular basis. We ask new believers, give us the next year of your life. Make a commitment that you're going to come 
just like you go to work. Whether you feel like it or not, I'll make a promise to you, your life will never be the same yes. for the better. Thank you. Father. Never been baptized in water. You can do it any Saturday night, or I'll be doing it here at the 1st of February. It'd be my honor to baptize you. Need anything after service? Some of our staff will be there. I'm going to be that way. If you can't stop by today, stop by whenever you can. I'd love to meet you and your family. Last thing, the moment you stood up, God washed up.